listening to The Birthplace of Next, the podcast where city officials and partners discuss the latest news and developments in Dayton that continue to make it a livable, sustainable, and innovative community. I'm Tony Bankston, Chief Communication Officer for the City of Dayton. Last time on the show, we discussed some of the infrastructure enhancements that are improving transportation around Dayton. Today, we consider an increasingly popular mode of getting around the city with Bike Miami Valley. Executive Director Laura Astandia is with us to offer her insights and share a few updates on biking programs in the region. Laura, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Laura, for our listeners who may not be familiar with Bike Miami Valley, can you give us a brief overview of what you do and who you serve? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, So I'm the Executive Director of Bike Miami Valley. We're a regional advocacy organization, um, so we serve Uh, many counties uh, in the Miami Valley, especially the communities along our nation's largest uh, paved trail network. Uh, We're an organization that's been around since since the 70s, doing different types of advocacy uh, in the region. We were um, a big component in raising the match funds to help build our current uh, trail network. Uh, And today we've kind of shifted our focus not just to trails, but also uh, helping to encourage that on-street infrastructure that helps connect our trails to our communities, our neighborhoods, grocery stores, to use it more as a transportation uh, tool to get people from from A to B. Uh, We also run the Link Bike Share program with Greater Dayton RTA, which we launched uh, in May of 2015. Thank you. So we named this podcast the birthplace of next. Can you tell our listeners why in Dayton bicycling is the birthplace of next? Absolutely. I mean, I think a major um, improvement in the bicycling world, I mean, obviously, Dayton is a part of the nation's largest paved trail network, um, but we're also seeing more housing downtown, more millennials moving downtown, and um, millennials commonly cite that they want to live a car-free life, and Absolutely. so investing investing in uh, biking infrastructure and walking uh, certainly uh, is a sign um, that the future generations want to want to see happen. So. And I know the mayor has said on many occasions that Dayton needs to become more walkable, more bikeable, because we have a lot of residents who don't necessarily drive to work or or have cars to get around, and they utilize public transportation as well as the biking um, offerings here in the city. One of the ways that the city has tried to encourage this is through infrastructure enhancement, adding Mm -hmm. bike lanes and, and other things to make it easier for people on bicycles to get around. Also, last year, we did pass an ordinance that um, provides for three feet of clearance or safe passing around bicyclists. Has your organization seen any changes in behavior as we approach the one-year anniversary of the law? Yeah, I think, I mean, I can only really only speak to a personal perspective, but, you know, after that ordinance was passed, there was a lot of media attention around it and just um, the practice of of safe passing uh, in general. And I and to, to, to a certain extent, a lot of it is on um, how the person rides on the road. Okay. You know, if I'm on a multi-lane street downtown, for example, I typically tend to, to claim a lane, and that usually forces cars to get in the other lane to pass you, which, which certainly is at a clear uh, and safe distance. Um, so we do a lot of cycling education to encourage that uh, for the bicyclist and the motorist. Uh, it's a way to, to signal, you know, go around me in the next lane. Um, it's a, it's a nice way to do that. Um, and it was also very, of course, next uh, of the city of Dayton <laughs> to the three-foot law was also passed at the state level um, late last year. Uh, and so it is it is a state law now, but but Dayton was, was leading as a community saying, hey, you know, we want this to happen and we're going to make it make it law in our in our area. 
So the law was passed, so we're, we should have this in other communities pretty in short order, I would imagine, uh, communities yeah. are adopting it. Yeah, and the law at the state level, you know, it wasn't just for for bicyclists. It's, you know, passing all types of vehicles, make okay. sure you're giving safe space. So it really is a law aimed around uh, safety and being cautious when you're when you're passing. Absolutely. So the month of May is a busy time for you with National Bike Month. What do you have going on this year? question is, what don't we have going on? <laughs> uh, we host a um, biennial cycling summit, uh, and it's, it was the first couple were held uh, in the Dayton area, but our fifth one will be out at Wright State okay. uh, on May 5th, and, and this is a summit really focused on bicycling uh, and its ties to economic development, how okay. you know, investing in bike infrastructure uh, or in trails uh, helps boost um, you know, the economy, retail values, getting people uh, into stores, um, housing values. Uh, so it's really uh, an awesome event. It is free. Uh, it's going to okay. be at Wright State. Uh, registration is now open, uh, cyclingsummit.com. Uh, and we do provide a lunch, so it's pretty good, pretty good deal. But it's an event that's for um, not just bicycling advocates, but, you know, we encourage elected officials uh, to attend. Uh, we encourage real estate agents, you know, just any kind of any kind of background that wants to learn about about cycling, um, this event is in particular is going to have a health-based uh, focus. So, okay. how investing um, in bicycling can improve overall wellness, okay. um, community wellness, and how that impacts the bottom line as far as healthcare costs uh, across the community. So, it should be a really nice, really nice event. Our keynote uh, is going to be a Perna Dial from the City of Columbus, uh, okay. head of their Public Works, and as you may be familiar, they just got a Smart Cities grant uh, to invest in some kinds of alternative modes, and so she's going to talk about their process and kind of smart technologies other cities may be able to take advantage of uh, as that comes down the line. So it should be a really neat event. And that uh, web address again? Uh, Cyclingsummit.com. Alrighty. What else you have going on for May? Well, uh, technically, Link's anniversary is also the fifth, (laughs) but we'll be a little little tied up. So we're going to celebrate our anniversary on May 13th. Um, Fifth Street Brew Pub is going to be uh, brewing a, a beer in our name, or we haven't exactly picked out the name okay. yet, but <laughs> it should be a pretty fun, fun event. We'll do a little celebration out there. It's a, it's a Saturday, um, May thirteenth, and of course we'll be just pretty participating in Bike to Work Day. Um, that's a Five Rivers Metro Parks event that they have down at Riverscape with the pancake breakfast and uh, the whole shebang. So we'll be out there providing um, Link bike parking uh, for those that want to take Link bikes, and we'll have some overflow. Uh, parking. Now, I'm getting used to seeing all the green bikes in the city when I come into work every yeah. day. Even in the wintertime, I see people on the bikes, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. What were some of the big highlights with Link in 2016 that you can share with us? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, our users took uh, more than 30,000 trips wow. uh, in 2016. So they rode about uh, 73,000 miles, mm-hmm. or about 2.9 uh, times around the Earth. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Uh, since we've launched in 15, they've taken over 57,000 trips and have traveled a distance about halfway to the moon, which is a pretty fun that's, fact. That's incredible. So let's hope we get... Well, we are the birthplace <laughs> of aviation also, so that works. That's right. Uh, and collectively, our users have burned about 5,500,000 calories. Uh, and you have to consume about 35,000 tacos uh, <laughs> to justify that amount of <laughs> calorie burn. So if you have been hesitant or slow to adopt the Link bike, how do people get started with that? Can you just explain how do you get able to to take a bike and go for a ride? Absolutely. So 
There are several ways to, to check out a link bike. The most common uh, is to just purchase one of our 24-hour passes. At, they're available at all kiosks. We have 27 um, stations that you can just walk up to. Uh, and you just follow the prompts on the screen, mm-hmm. uh, use your credit card. Uh, the way the system works, it's designed for short trips, uh, so it's meant to be kind of used within the station network. Uh, and once you have your membership, you can check out a bike, uh, ride to any station, dock it, uh, and then the next time you want to take another trip, come back out, check out another bike, uh, and ride to your next destination. But uh, your membership includes 30-minute trips, so as long as you dock the bike under the 30 minutes, it won't cost more than the membership fee. Okay, absolutely. Thank you. Uh, the city works with partners like Bike Miami Valley to renew our status as a bike-friendly community each year. Why is this so important for communities like Dayton? Uh, it's very important. I mean, as we've talked about before, it does impact overall um, safety when you plan for pedestrians, when you plan for bikes. Uh, it makes our streets safer. Uh, you know, we talk a lot about um, you know gun deaths in America and all mm-hmm. that, but our roadways are a little more dangerous <laughs> sometimes. So. Planning for bikes and pedestrians really does help, you know, slow cars down, you know, make them more uh, aware when we have that kind of stuff uh, in place. And again, it, it does impact uh, community wellness. Uh, the more that we can create healthy places uh, and safe spaces, uh, we can hopefully see an impact on uh, obesity rates uh, in the community. Uh, and that just makes, you know, a big difference when we're talking about an individual's health care needs. So. Is there anything else you'd like to tell our listeners today about Bike Miami Valley or Link Bike? Yeah, well, we're actually going to be offering um, a new membership type this year. Uh, it's called the Annual Membership uh, Plus, uh, and those folks um, will get uh, hour trips uh, instead of the, the half hour and their name on a bike and a couple other uh, perks. So that's a new thing we're launching uh, this spring for folks to take advantage of. All righty. Laura, we're almost out of time. Thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. Thank you for having me. Visit BikeMiamiValley.org for more details, and be sure to leave us a review on iTunes, Google Play, or your preferred podcast feed. Thanks for listening to Birthplace of Next, a publication of the City of Dayton's Office of Communication and Public Affairs. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss the latest news about business, technology, and development in Dayton. If you have questions or feedback for us, email cityhall at daytonohio.gov.